Well, Macau daily. Sorry, I was captured there, like drinking tea. Thought I'd get away with it, didn't. But, you know, until you start joining the stream, I'm just going to talk me talk. Uh, with 15 seconds in, I almost dropped the S-bomb, which, you know, that wouldn't have been good for monetization purposes. Speaking of that, I got a notification off Facebook this morning. I don't know if it's something to do with the fact that we've been slating them on here and the AI just goes, nah, slating them, we've got no people are leaving the platform and he's still there. But anyway, I think we might be able to monetize through Facebook now, but I need to look more into it. But that was a little bit of a plus because money money's a good thing, isn't it? It's going to help we do good things. So that's what it's all about. Um, I don't know, I'll just see what time is. Ah, I see. Right, so today we're going to talk about, um, what was it again? I've just started to prepare the entire show. Landlords. We're also going to uh, do a little bit of a follow-up on just basically like lies within The Guardian. But it's trying to make like Jeremy Corbyn out to be a scruff. And once again, like Labour are continually doing the wild stuff and we've got to correct the record. Not the best, but that's what they like. That's who they are. So we'll keep talking about them because we didn't like them. Who's in the comments? Duncan's in. Good morning, Mr. Cow. Hope you're well today. Also, E, E, right back at your brother. Jacqueline Hemmings is in. Hi, everyone. Hello, my friend. Good to see you. Let me know um, where you are in the comments and whom you are. I would be nice to know where you are all at. Sweet. If you want to follow up on some of the crack go to youtube.com forward slash cow daily community tab um we'll be putting some of the facebook written posts and everything over there just trying to build the youtube channel and all of that because monetization on both facebook and youtube will mean well not only that um it would make decent money out of it but i'd really like to set up the milk the cow um charitable fund again um with the last time we did that for people with ptsd and funded people to uh, go through AM, emdr therapy um probably maybe want to do that again or other things but i think a charitable aspect of the cow is a bloody important thing um it doesn't have to just be money i mean a lot of would give time whatever but it's just really nice when that happens and people can get in touch and we can just go yeah we'll pay for it and it's some of the most beautiful conversations ever so um and also if you've been here a long time thank you for um buying event tickets and things in the past which funded that um really appreciated and i'm sure the people who um benefited from that therapy for free um i don't know well i know they're really grateful so thanks for that um right patrun.com forward slash cow daily do you want heat in the radiator food in the belly for the lad that you see in front of you, patrun.com forward slash cowdaily is one way to do it. Another way is links in the description for PayPal for a one-off donation to our work. It's Easter, and now you want to. Right, um, what else do we have? More comments. Who's a boot? Jacqueline's in Coventry. Nice, nice, nice. Um, wonderful place for music and culture. Leon Smith, missed you, was in hospital, have a herniated disc and a lot of pain. Nice to see you as a pain distraction and most of the mindless dribble nice to see you brother as well um i don't know if you know but i had spinal surgery um on a herniated l4 l5 so if you want to reach out in the inbox let us know what it is if i can help in any way happy to do so um give us a shout 
Uh, Leon says, is there any plans for a tour type show with tickets? There was um, just before the pandemic because I'd started recovering from the spinal surgery in the country and western song that is me life. Uh, it was a mental health tour and um, ended up just having to pull that for a couple of reasons, which is a shame. It's something that I think would like to do again, but I, as I said, we're working on the filter system stuff soon. Um, well, now, and I think we need to not put the cart before the horse and, and do that as well before we do a tour and all that stuff. But thanks for asking, Leon, and get well soon, mate. And if I can be, help you in any way, holla. Duncan says, up in beautiful Burnerfield at the moment, a wonderful place before finishing up in Bladen. Easy day for the engineer. Defo, mate. Um, God's own country. Was Morris, morning. No, you're in Wales. Don't need to tell us. Thanks for being here, my friends. Right, what would they first? Landlords, how about them? So anyway, um, I've been following this guy for a few days called Freddie at Acorn Union. He followed us back. I'll probably ask him on in that case, generally how it goes. What he's saying is, though, he joined a landlord forum asking for advice on two of my tenants who were struggling with my rent increase as they had a young child. The response, lots of advice on how to evict them. Tell me again what an important service landlords provide. So let's have a look at what they said. Thanks for this, Freddie. Um, Freddie posted in the Landlords UK. Hi, guys. I've recently upped the rent on a few of my properties and two of my tenants, a couple of young child, are arguing, saying they can't afford the increase and won't be able to pay it. What should I do? Um, there's a shocked emoji there in the Landlord Forum. Wild. So anyway, John, the landlord, says, had the same conversation with one of my tenants they didn't seem to get that it's not my job to pay their rent. There's a reason I drive a Volvo and not a Porsche. Get this fucking violins out. Jesus, it's five minutes 55. I just couldn't not swear, to be honest. I need a bloody medal. Um, so Andy says, who is a landlord? Andy the landlord. If the increase is legitimate, i.e. S30 and outside fixed period of AST, it's S21 time at eviction notice. It is not a negotiation. The rent is immutable. Should be plenty of tenants who do pay. Mad this, isn't it? Like, oh, there's plenty of other people who can just fit in. Uh, forget about the kid, though. Just, like, eat from the gutter or something. Hopefully the increased rent will cover the eviction cost. In my humble opinion, mate, Andy, you're definitely not humble, pal. They can't now stay since you have or will always have endless problems with these tenants if they do pay. What kind of bloody mentality is that? Like, just because people won't bow down to, like, these mad rent increases and that, that's all, just get rid of them. There's plenty more people where that come from. What kind of soulless, bereft arsehole is this, Andy? Anyway, another person, Leslie the Landlord. I assume a West Ham fan because the logo's still being left up there for the Hammers. Anyway, as long as the rent is within normal levels for the area and property type, you're going to crew arrears. Accruing arrears on people struggling with the child. But you are running a business, and I'm afraid if it were me, I'd be asking them to find somewhere else to live as I'd want to make my business work properly. If they don't go, then evict them. You can hide behind those codes all you want, Leslie, you fucking ghoul. Anyway, Peter, arguably Peter the landlord is the worst one. Are we really getting to the point where our tenants now choose how much rent to pay? I know there is a genuine hardship out there, but there seems to be a new trend of entitlement from tenants questioning everything and demanding everything. I believe the housing charities are encouraging this. It's all going to end in tears all around. I hope it ends in tears for you, you fucking rotter. Can you imagine having that kind of mentality like in life in general, where it's like, right, my response to um, people 
with a kid who will become homeless and I'll be the person to do it is just go fuck them and make them homeless. How mad are these people, man? Like, what the hell is wrong with people where their mentality is not just like, oh, well, I'm putting the rent up, but just to be mad aggy about it when people can't pay? Haven't you noticed, landlords, that everybody's struggling? Like, are landlords evil? I don't say all of them are, but that's some pretty, like, weird... It, like, this is what we talk about a lot, like, beige evil. Like, evil doesn't come in, like, with horns just going, ha-ha, I'm going to skin your children. Like, it comes in and it skins them in other ways by, like, taking a piece over the course of their life, death by a thousand cut. I mean, I saw this thing the other day where it was talking about, like, Britain um, being the ultimate... Um, example of the denouement of empire so it's the ultimate colony the establishment have um, refined the colony techniques to such a degree that britain is now the ultimate colony and brexit was part of that to like remove all rights and whatever but remove the ability to escape mad that isn't it and i mean you look at this kind of like landlordism mentality it cuts right to the heart of what a lot of people see as the British mentality. Like people are just standing on each other's heads to get ahead. And the empathy, as we've seen in those um, things from the landlords there, it leaves more than a, a bit to be desired. I'm sure you would agree. Right, well, we'll see what else we have. Um, this was from Acorn, the union, which Freddie's part of. I've only ever heard good things about Acorn, um, which is interesting. But this is a story um, that, they posted just today so let us watch it together i'll just check whether it's in the stream first it isn't that's why we check things at all times here it is now all right hold on a minute let's see it hi a lot of people have asked me today how i got in this situation and how did i get my van and everything well last year the end of the year oh no let me just go back further than that I've been in my flat about two years and last a year ago, last February, my landlord sold the property to a couple. Um, they said, oh, you're safe. We won't throw you out or anything. So after six months, after the tenancy run out, they put the rent up from £400 to £700 for me and the man downstairs. Um, gave us a month to decide whether we would pay it or not. We found out that it was actually illegal to put the rent up that much. And so what they did, they served us Section 21 and told us to get out uh, so they could re-rent it for the price they wanted. So, um, so I had a date I had to get out. So I sold all my belongings, which hurt at the time. But thinking about it, they just, I mean, they're things I've collected all my life, but... They're materialistic, aren't they, really? You know, we don't need them. We don't need things in life, really. Can't take them with you, can you? Um, so I sold my things. Um, this camper came along and it was £6,000. I'd only managed to save £4,000. So a very good friend of mine lent me £2,000. Um, I continued selling my stuff. I've paid it back now. So this is my home and I actually own it. The So I got out of the flat. And the landlady put the rent up to £750. She had 30 people go for it in the course of a day. And it went. 
so this is why I know I won't get a flat. I mean, I don't stand a chance in hell because they want professional people. Um, I just won't stand a chance. So I just used my plan B, got my camper, off I went. So I just hope that answers a few of your questions. So as we can see there, I mean, this person here is retired and living in a van now because landlordism put the rent up almost double because they know there's loads of people who are scratching around four places to live and they're not caring. And this is six months earlier. They've told this person that they're not going to evict them. And then they did with these S21s and all these mad buzzwords that people, uh, codes that people want to hide behind. It's called an eviction notice, you fucking rotters. And this is exactly why um, housing, to my mind, at least um, a large part of it, it, when it removes homelessness, should never be private and never be for profit. Like anything for me around Maslow's hierarchy of needs, like shelter, like so much, like we've got to have our basic needs covered. Otherwise, what is life? I mean, it seems to me like life's fine for landlords because they're like, they're calling it a job. Motherfucker, it's not a job. Like, leeching off other people is not a job. Now, yeah, I'm sure there's the odd good landlord, but uh, here's the thing. It seems to me that it's like a real problem in society when um, we'll come on to some of the figures in a bit. There's this disproportionate amount of people just leeching off the top of other people. And it's created that, that Bovril Baron class, isn't it? It's like the people who escape they see as the working class and they don't classify themselves as when it's not just like toffs who are doing this everybody's doing this everybody who had access to reasonably decent credit in decent times is on this and like you know i'm not necessarily hating or whatever but it's got to the point now where it's not just uk it's all over so there's something's got to give at this point and well it's given isn't it i mean Who's, who's going to sort out the homelessness problem? I mean, that person, they're living in a van. Like, that's not an address, you know? That's a person of no fixed abode, a homeless person. I mean, she's been really stoic about it, but she's had to sell, like, a lifelong possession. Um, You know, she's retired, and now she lives in a fucking van. Like, fair one, like, I might want to do that by choice. Others might want to do that by choice, but that wasn't a choice. Like, it's got hashtag van life on it. I mean, I bet the amount of people on the van life, like, it's choice. This person hasn't got a choice, and that's the difference in 2023. Choice is being removed, and, you know, it's not just about, like, working and paying bills and dying, but that's the world that a lot of these people want to create. And if you want to know about know more about the commercial landlord sector, um, have a look at yesterday's show. I was specifically focused on Jeremy Hunt, the chancellor. Um, see what the comments are, Dan. What you're saying, right? Oh, sorry for the tardiness, JC. No, not that one. Um, first of all, thank you for being here. It's always appreciated. Second of all, um, I can't get vexed at nobody. Um, there's no tardiness. I mean, basically, I just really appreciate everybody's patience with us as I get better. So there's not a irregular time until I do. I should say though, I did sleep for seven hours last night. And you might be able to tell I'm a little bit less um fractious and aggy. <laughs> um, so I'm buzzing with that. It's just lush. Um, I need another 10 or 12 of them in a row, but pray for me. 
Right, what else we got to say on the old things? Jacqueline is saying, Coventry is pretty cheap for rent, but with the student house share, I can see private rent and getting a lot more expensive in the future. Yeah, Newcastle's went up hugely just in my adult life. It's mad. Um, Jacqueline goes on to say, a lot of former council houses near the Uni of Warwick and the Uni of Coventry are being bought off, converted into student house shares and being rented out at an absolute fortune. This happened in, um, or continues to happen in Heaton and Newcastle, um, a student area, um, or became a student area at least, um, where I was living with my ex-partner. Um, we're just living like a one-bedroom flat um, next door. It was a, an older woman there, but she sold and they converted a three-bedroom house into an occupancy for eight people. They also broke the law as well, and we ended up I grasped them for that because it was terrible. Absolutely changed it completely. And I, like every bloody new school year, like uni year, you get new people in. And I'd end up like one, one, and I smacked over the fence <laughs> for being a cheeky bastard. But it was just the constant parties during the week, man. I was like, at the time, I was running a uh, cycling instructor business and was having to get up and like cycle to the places and train kids not to die on the road. So it was kind of important. And I was dead nice with them. But, you know, people rip it, didn't they? Dead nice with them three times until I wasn't dead nice. But that is the life of, of it. So my point is, in like, communities, areas, like, you know, you're getting people, like, students coming in and they obviously want to have a good time. But the problem is it's within, like, residential areas, which I'm sure I don't need to tell you. So it's, like, absolutely ruining community cohesion. So anyway, Mark Bundy says, hello, Mark. The lack of empathy you mentioned earlier is rife amongst the population. Jarvis Cocker was his correct. Cunts are still run the world, indeed. And what a banger of a tune that is, isn't it? I think I played it on an old show, actually. Um, lovely times. And nice to see you here, Mark, as well. I don't think I've seen you in the comments on um, on the live stream. So lovely to see you, friend. Uh, Elizabeth, Elizabeth is in again. Uh, this should be a national embarrassment. So many in similar positions, heartbreaking. You're quite correct, Elizabeth. It should be. And I think one of my drivers um, for building this channel, and certainly now I'm... Um, feeling better and feeling like I can start to um, put a bit more time into building it is the fact that we need to shine a light on this kind of thing. And like the story we're going to follow up in a bit as well, but also the COVID filters and whatever, that's a bank to rights thing where we all should be um, working together to shine a light on these things and change things. And I definitely think that's what this is. And when I talk about getting guests and building the channel, talk about likes of acorn and and other higher profile people because how it worked in the past would get like some high profile pop person or and then would put it together with political thing and it would grow so i don't see no reason why the same thing can't happen so thanks for your comment and um definitely feeling the same way and let us shine a light on it and do stuff about it um right shelly kelly i'm late again there's no late my friend as i said um I am the tardy one right now, but it's it's changing. So Shelley's saying a huge chunk of the social housing in Canterbury has been brought, bought, converted into student HMOs and priced everyone out at the PRS alongside taking social housing. It's a huge problem everywhere, it seems, and it's not getting any better because a lot of the people, as we saw yesterday's, yesterday's show, where we showed the figures of the MPs who are making money from this every year, it's a real conflict of interest to have MPs as landlords and they should be banned from doing so if they're going to take office. Simple as that. 
Mark's saying totally with you on how you see Labour under Starmer too. Appreciate that, man. And it's nice to see that you can assess the evidence on its merits and it's really heartening for us. Um, thanks to everybody for the comments there. We'll move on to the next part of the show. Um, let me pull it up. What we got? Oh, no, hold on a minute. We've got a few more bits and bobs here. Um, just bear with us. There's one little bit here. Um, and it was just some kind of like landlord rant um, and positive money have debunked it. And I thought it was really a really good way of bookending this particular section. So apologies for that. I'd forgotten about that. So I'll just put this in the stream for you and for me and for everybody. So this is some landlord having a twist and a whinge. Um, hey, Gan. The first factor was the withdrawal of the automatic right to claim depreciation for wear and tear against the rental income, swiftly followed by withdrawal of tax relief on mortgage interest, and then the 3% stamp duty, which virtually all landlords have to pay. Currently, buy-to-let interest rates have gone through the roof, and they're not coming back as fast as owner-occupier mortgage rates are. The threat that if your property's EPC doesn't reach at least band C, and bearing in mind, I would say 75% of owner-occupied property won't get into band C. EPC is an energy performance certificate, which rates a property's energy efficiency. But if you're a landlord with a band C and government carries on, you will not be able to let that to a new tenant. Section 21 notices, what the media insist on calling no-fault evictions, but we think of as here is a fixed term agreement like a three-year contract hire for a car we've reached three years we'd like the car back the threat that they will have to allow pets most landlords are cool in the right circumstances cool. but a rottweiler in a one-bedroom high-rise flat the tenant will have the right if government persists ah, sure, yeah, and I then the man. final nail in the coffin capital gains tax the basic allowance is going to be slashed and because it's investment property all landlords are liable to have to pay oh, capital gains if you. they decide to exit the market oh, it the doesn't, first doesn't bleed for you at all so um what it, what it says here with positive money is um sorry bbc radio 4 but you can't blame the terrible rental situation on reforms designed to protect renters the real source of this crisis are dozens of policies which boots landlord wealth and enable poor rental health in the first place a thread to correct the record, right? We'll just pull some of these up as we go. So number one, landlords earn rental income and make huge unearned profits when they sell up. On average, people who bought a property in England and Wales 20 years ago and sold up in 2022 made a record profit of 108 grand thanks to rise in house prices. They also get special mortgage deals. Number two, most landlords have interest-only buy-to-let mortgages so they can only pay tax on the interest on their mortgage every month, not the full value of the property. So they don't have to approve the same amount of money up front as a normal buyer. Landlords also pay lower taxes because council taxes are passed on to tenants. They can claim expenses against profits. Commercial landlords, like Jeremy Hunt, get an even bigger handout as they pay the even lower rate of corporate tax than a first-time buyer has to pay on their mortgage and... Weak regulations benefit landlords too. In 1988, rental regulations in England were loosened so landlords could evict tenants more easily and hike rents above inflation without being legally required to meet basic decent home standards. We need long-term efforts to fix our housing system, not short-term policies that line landlords' wallets with better regulations to protect renters. 
mandatory energy efficiency standards to lower fuel bills and reduce emissions, tax changes to stop landlords buying up homes as investments. We can ensure that everyone has a safe and stable place to live. That would be lush. I'd love that. For more details, see our 2022 bank report. Um, I haven't actually followed Positive Money. I'm just about to do that right now because I like the cut of that bloody well jib. Um, so yeah, I'm back. So that's the type of crack that we're dealing with here. Um, I mean, I don't know if they're all evil, but like there's certainly talks and wild stuff and that stuff, man, that those landlords, like <laughs> that's the mentality. Exploitation from top to bottom, shocking, absolutely lifting, nay good. So anyway, right, JC, oh no, the poor landlords, indeed, the poor old landlords. Right, we'll just do a quick one, um, just before we get off, I'll just, uh, just bear with us, I've just got to put it in the stream. This was just on um, Corbyn, this is from uh, Corbyn's old speechwriter, Alex Nunns, and Whereas what it is, is um, I'll just check this is in the stream. Yep. I'm not there. And that is unacceptable. Let me, there I am. So what he's saying is this, and it was from an, an article in the Guardian yesterday, Guardian yesterday, which was just obvious bollocks. Like, I mean, but a lot of people just believe this stuff. So what Alex is saying is journalists need to be more skeptical with Team Starmer. Even with small stuff, they can't be trusted. They told the Guardian they'd inherited an office full of rubbish, revolutionary flags and a sleeping bag, symbolizing the mess they had to clear up. The evidence shows otherwise. So anyway, bear with us. I've just burped there. That's terrible. So anyway... From the Guardian, Keir Starmer's team had a few moments to reminisce about the past three years at their regular morning meeting on Tuesday, with one senior aide recalling when their winning leadership team first walked into the leader of the opposition's office. Jack and Nori, strap yourself in. It had only just been vacated by Jeremy Corbyn's team, and in one room there were assorted revolutionary flags, including one from the Campaign for Nuclear Disarmament. You mean CND? One of the co-founders being um, a former Labour lord and MP. Uh, revolutionary as hell. In the next room, there was a large bin full to the brim with shredded documents spilling on the floor. In Corbyn's office was a sleeping bag. You could not have pictured a more symbolic scene, they said. Isn't that interesting when it's the Guardian have printed a certain lie, and here's why. Look at this. This is pictures Alex has provided of the office. Look at all of that stuff brimming out of bins. Look at the absolute rigloo they have left that place in. How disgusting those horrible, scruffy commie trots, which is definitely, I would suggest, the, <laughs> the impression that The Guardian is trying to give of socialists and Corbyn and oh, look at all these scruffs stinking up our area. Oh, there's another picture. Clean as a bloody whistle. Although there is a bit of a mug down the bottom there. Whether Keir Starmer's in there, who knows? Look at that. There's what there's the bin bags there. The Guardian printing lies. Shock horror. How could this possibly be a thing? Oh no. We've caught them. But it's just like back to this kind of like lies that like spread. And I bet you these have took it from the um, 
that like you know that joke you know that Blair's Labour left at the Treasury. Ah, all the money's gone, and the Tories went, "Give me that note," and they've just used it throughout austerity. It's just in the same vein, man. It's just like the whole new wave with their. Uh, the establishment is to like slander people like Jeremy, people like you and I, um, people who just want like nice things for nice people. Um, and slander was some kind of like sort of communist threat. There was a CND flag in the leader of the opposition's office. Good campaign for nuclear disarmament because everything that happened has absolutely nothing to do with like anything on a global political level. It was really just down to Corbyn not being liked or something. Yeah, if you believe that, got a bridge to sell. Um, Mark is saying, you know, JC would have definitely tidied before he left. Alex has also said in that thread that Corbyn was um, really, when they were leaving, was more concerned about leaving them stationary and things like that, like Starmer's team coming in, like as a polite gesture. And they've went off and tried to like lie about him in The Guardian. I mean, that's just how it is. And the like, this is this is about us knowing what we're dealing with. And I tell you what, I wish Jeremy would just come out and just cut ties from him because I'm just so worried for people. I'm not worried for Jeremy if he wants to get himself back in the Labour Party. I think that's the fight. I'm just worried for everybody that has like backed him and stuff and will just see it as for what it would be, which would just be absolute cowardice. So, you know, keep me waiting again, Jeremy. However, what's it to be? Just always saying, I'm so late today. Watch back later. As I said, everybody, mate, it's I appreciate his being here every day. And um, I am the tardy one at the minute, but I did get seven hours sleep last night. So I'm feeling great. Um, so happy bloody days. So if you want to become a patron, go to patreon.com forward slash cow daily, patreon.com forward slash cow daily. Also, link in the description for PayPal. Also, I was going to do the hope section with me three-legged mate there, but he's asleep. <laughs> what a cheeky bastard. But um, you can see him. Hold on. Oh, there he is. He's woke up. DJ, do you want to come and say thanks to all these nice people? Right. Audio people, bear with us. I'm going to have to take my headphone out and just go and grab him. Two seconds. I wouldn't do this if he was still asleep, but he lifted his head, so that's it. He's done. Come here, son. Come here, son. Come here then. Up you come. Come and say thank you to these nice people here. Yeah. There we go. Right, he's back. No, he's still he's I wish I hadn't done this. He's clearly still half asleep. But um thank you everybody. This is DJ talking. Thank you everybody for all of your kind help. Um well I got one of my legs cut off and also your kindness towards my father here. Yeah, you're not liking this, are you? I'm going to put him back to bed. Go on then, back you go. What are you doing? Go on the back, go to bed. Good boy. Anyway, thanks. That sounded, that felt like the most exploitative thing ever. Um, he's just been like, since the art, he's not been himself, but the last few days he's himself. Uh, look, at, look at that man, a dog with three legs. Crazy, isn't it? Like, I honestly couldn't like picture the the, the shape of him. Like when it first happened, it was just like, but now it's normal. He's like sleek and seeing him run on the beach, man, he's worked it out and he runs like a diamond. It's mad. I love that guy. So anyway, comments before we leave. 
Shelley's saying, DJ is so lush. You're right. He's lush. Elizabeth, bless him. Zoe, love him. Exactly. And I just want to include this from Leon just about, and I think he's right. It's not even nice things for nice people. It's basic needs for everybody. That's exactly what it is, brother. And I tell you what it is. I will not rest until we've achieved it. And with your help and other people, and we can all work together in equality and bring these things about like filters, like bringing the landlords in and supporting the work that Acorn are doing and just keep your fingers crossed like that I can continue to get seven or eight hours sleep a night because my immune system already is feeling better or at least on its way. So it's a good thing. Um, have a great weekend. I I know it's Good Friday tomorrow. I might have the week uh, weekend off for Easter because, you know, not going to be in, but I might do a one as well because it might be good for the views with everybody off work and we're trying to get the channels monetized. As I said earlier, like um, I think Facebook might be starting to play the game and if so, that'd be a massive plus because obviously that's our um, biggest platform. Um, YouTube, we're on my way. Just got to keep plugging away. Um, and probably tell I'm buzzing today, getting that night's sleep, man. I did wake up still in the middle of the night, but I got back off like within about half an hour, which way it's been, it's brilliant. So have a great weekend, and I shall. Um, I'll just put Jacqueline's DJ comment. DJ just wants to go to sleep. Bless him. How's he managed to go to the toilet? It's actually more. Um, it's actually more efficient for him because he doesn't have to cock his leg. He just like stands there and just out to the side. Maybe he's just flicks his flicks his dick to the side or down now. Anyway, I'm off to um, stop keeping him up. Am I keeping you up, son? I'm keeping him up. And I'll move out of the way. You can say, say goodbye to him. Bye, son. Bye. Knackhead. Knackhead he is. I'll be taking him out later, though. I've got like this like thing that I put across there, put him in the thing. And um, obviously, I've got the big dog that he needs to run. So carry him there, walk him, and then just let him out, and he'll run certain places and um, on the soft places, and that's what's got him back. So... Good news. So anyway, I'll leave the last word with Elizabeth. Have a good weekend. Look after yourself and also Zoe. Happy chocolate eggs weekend, everybody. Peace in the Middle East. Stay foolish, as they used to say on Nathan Barley, Trahans. <laughs>